Do you have any stories? Hello, welcome to Do You Have Any Stories? I'm your host, Kelsey. Today we have a very exciting guest. He is popping off on Twitter every single day at uh, Tony Ferraro. And you know him from Pasta Party, which is a show in New York. And you know him from being my friend. Everyone, please welcome Anthony Ferraro. Hi, Kelsey. (laughs) Such a sweet intro. How are you? I'm doing well. Okay. How are you doing? You know, I'm hanging out. And what did you, what did you get up to today? Um, I did no work today. I actually have a maybe date tonight that I don't know about. I don't know if it's a date or not. I can't tell. It's impossible to tell. Oh my God. Okay. Well, you will get into that at the, at the relationship section, but I do want to ask, how are you for it? What are you doing? What are you like? What's your mindset? Okay. First of all, we are friends from college. She just moved to the city. Okay. We had plans to eat edibles and watch a movie with two of my other college friends. Okay. But they are in Colorado this weekend. And she knew that and she still wanted to do it. And she asked me. Okay. And it has the energy and feeling of a date, but no one has explicitly said anything. I have no idea. I'm certainly not going to act like that. Yeah, sometimes that can be a date. Sometimes it can surprise you. I think mm-hmm. you can even ask like halfway through, check the vibe and be like, okay, is this a date? I can't tell. And then they'll let you know. <laughs> That's so risky because you could just ruin the friendship hang. That would otherwise still be fun. No, no. Then you know, then no one's leaving. Like if they're like, no. And then it's like, okay, I couldn't tell, but I, you know, I just want to ask so like I know ahead of time. I think you can play it off kind of cool. That way okay. you know, too, then you're not leaving and you're like, do we hang out again? What's the deal? Like, that's- I'm going to tell you straight up, I'm not going to ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I put myself in a position to be rejected if I don't have to be? Because what if? <laughs> okay, fine, fine. But uh, down the line, we'll have to talk about it. Okay. Another <laughs> uh, twist to the story is that I don't smoke. Oh, ever? Never. Is this I your get very friend? paranoid. Not my first time ever. Okay. Um, but first time in a long time and I'm just like, this was her idea. So I'm doing it. Oh I'm not going to do well. I'm going to perform so poorly. <laughs> now I'm, I'm taking back what I suggested, which is asking, I would wait till you're in a more stable state, <laughs> right. uh, but wow. Very brave. <laughs> Pop right into the first maybe date, um, <laughs> kind of diving into a illicit drug. <laughs> I watched the movie Yes Man. I was like, I'm going to live my life like this from now on. Okay, so we'll dive right into it. Um, Anthony, today you are the protagonist. So first, we've got to kind of find out where you are right now. Where are we finding you? This is where the story begins. So what is your job? Um, One question. Sorry. Do all these details have to be true? (laughs) Yes. Okay, okay. (laughs) Don't like, don't, you know, get release information that would get you fired from the company but you can't sure, sure. Us. <laughs> the people are expecting cold hard facts they okay sure online presence they're like who is this guy we don't know and this is where they're coming to find out okay hit me with your question one more time oh, wait what kind of lie what kind of lies were you <laughs> picking up i don't know but if i had the chance to say something very interesting mm. and make myself seem cool i was going to do that no i want really mundane okay I'm not an interesting person, so very <laughs> no, boring facts come at I you. 
do not believe that that's true. <laughs> okay. What's your question? Okay. What's your job? What do you do every day? Accountant at a bank in New York. I work from home every day and I live in Excel. I basically wow. spend eight to 10 hours there every day. Then I close my computer and then I open up my laptop. That's <laughs> my entire day. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, do you have friends that work? Like people you like Slack with or in? No, because I started mid-February of last year and I got about two weeks in and they're like, all right, you're working from home. So I know one person basically, and it's my boss. And then two people on my team who are like 50 year old women and oh, we have nothing in common. Yeah. So there's no one really your age. There are. I just never got to meet them. Ugh, that sucks. Do you, do you like what you're doing? Big no. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how anyone could like any job. Anything that you're doing for eight hours a day that's repetitive tasks, I don't know how you're going to enjoy that, unless it's your absolute dream. Yeah, I think, well, first of all, I don't think that every job is as repetitive. So I think if you're, if that's like something you're like not liking, maybe there is a job that is less repetitive that might be helpful. I, but I think people like their jobs. I like my job almost all the time. What's your job? I'm an assistant, but also like I have a lot of like creative um, input in our projects. It's like a production company, but we work a lot in development for like TV and film. And um, I get to give notes to a lot of like writers and actually like bring projects of my own to the like table and stuff. So I feel like it's different every day because we have different projects and things are at different like levels of like completed or like pitching. So I like that. And then I do like assistant stuff too. Which is, you know, everyone does. What do you do? What do you do if you give notes to a writer or somebody and they don't take them? Well, it's, it's their project. I guess it depends on how serious the note is. Like if it's something where it's like, uh, if it doesn't make sense, then it's like, first of all, I'm not the like end all be all, especially like I'm like the lowest rung in the company. So it's not like, <laughs> like oh, like Kelsey is <laughs> doesn't like this but I do think I give crump crumping hints of notes and I tend to like be like this is why this is so if they choose not to take the fix that I've given them they at least understand like what where I'm like fucking on it so you know, people don't have to take my notes but that's I, a very healthy attitude I'd I, be so upset and hurt really oh well, yeah being on the other side of like taking notes in a writer's room sometimes or like you know whatever like in like or whatever like people giving notes sometimes it's like I'm not going to take that but I do see why they have a problem with it and then I can go figure it out on my own so I feel like being on both sides it's like a, it, if you I mean, give me a note I'm never going to take it really? and if I give a note you better take it or I'm going to be pissed <laughs> well I guess this is a good time to tell the listeners that actually Anthony was my first recording and I bombed so hard being the host I bombed too we no. both <laughs> terrible it was not good he gave me suggestions on how to do better I purchased a microphone to kind of help the sound audio and um I took your notes and it improved so sometimes notes are really helpful um okay so you're kind of like okay like okay where you are with your job it's like not bad but it's not good is that kind yeah. of yeah okay that's correct it's stable it's fine I'm good at it yeah you're you're making the big bucks in a bank. No. no, definitely not. I'm the lowest person there. I don't make any money. When I picture people working at a bank, they're making like 100K, like 
huge. <laughs> Those are like trading guys or portfolio guys who are near the front end. I'm way in the back. Gotcha. Like no one talks to me. They're just like, Anthony, do this by the end of the month. So it's like, all right, 28 days to do my little report and talk to nobody. <laughs> they don't pay that guy the big bucks. Gotcha. Mm, yeah, I can see how that would be kind of like an isolating month then. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, okay, so who is your cast of characters? Who are you hanging out with? What are you guys doing? What's up in that department? Okay, uh, there's kind of like two side casts, I guess. One is a bunch of high school friends where we really only bonded over our love of drinking okay. and shared memories and nostalgia. And then the other group is a more eclectic Brooklyn uh, group of friends that I went to college with. And we did improv together in college. So our interests are much more aligned mm -hmm. and the conversations are much more specific and nerdy, mm -hmm. but I enjoy them more. And, and what like antics do you get up to? Very little antics. I'm not involved in drama much. <laughs> I'm not involved in scandal. I'm very much a side like supporting character in both. Mm. You're kind of like the anti-hero because you're like, I'm the side character, but no, no. I'm not the anti-hero that implies villain. No, 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 it doesn't. It's, it implies like someone that wasn't looking for it and then and then found out they were the protagonist. Like, um, if you say anti-hero to anybody, they're gonna be like, okay, that's the villain. That I'm just like a guy who's off center in the background. That is the anti-hero. Antagonist okay, is the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know all your fancy terms. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think it's a good compliment. But we'll we'll let fans drop a comment if you think it's a compliment or not. <laughs> Sound off in the Reddit threads, fans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, please let us know what you think about it. Do you have like new friends you made purely in New York or? Mm, well, I'm from Long Island. Okay. Uh, so all of my friends here have all grown up here, mm. but uh, I haven't really expanded my friend group at all post-college. There's no one in my life who I, like, I met in the last six months and we're hanging out. Wait, you moved to New York when? A year ago. Okay, so pretty fair. <laughs> yeah, but I'm also at a point where I don't really need or want new friends. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. You're at capacity. <laughs> I'm not at capacity. I just don't feel the need to be like, I gotta find like a new squad to hang out with and do brunch. So no, I got my 10 people that I can confide in and talk to. And I feel like that's enough support. For sure. T 10 seems very healthy. Yeah, right? It's fine. Robust group of friends. <laughs> <laughs> a robust group with no diversity. <laughs> um, okay, so what's your living situation? I live uh, in Williamsburg and I have one roommate who I actually did not really know before moving in. He's the older brother of my neighbor growing up. Wow. How's it working out? Oh, great. That's awesome. We're both very chill, so there's never any conflicts. Is he home so very, Blink twice. This yeah, he's working time. in his room. <laughs> okay, he's not blinking twice. Things are working out well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things are great. Do you think you'll, uh, like keep this living situation or are you like kind of looking to like live alone or what is your like happy or what I love the apartment I love the area I know in my heart I want to be in LA or California somewhere there wow. before I turn 30 so 
the plan is to stay here and then dip once I'm famous enough to go out to LA. Wow. Wait, if, what constitutes as famous enough? I don't know. I'll feel it in my heart. <laughs> you just know sometimes. Yeah. And go like to like an opportunity. Okay. Like writing, performing what? Literally anything. <laughs> Sick accounting job. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe you yeah. can the bank out there. <laughs> All the coolest accountants work in LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, cool. Okay, so that is cool. So if you could live anywhere else, would it be LA? Or if you could live truly anywhere else in Japan, it really matter where would you go? Probably LA. Okay, cool. Get that bi-coastal experience. Yeah. And if you really save up, maybe you could have places on both um, both coasts, have have honey fall over the place, (laughs) living the big dream. (laughs) I am not anywhere close to that. My savings account is very sad. Well, you said before you turned 30, so have some time to live with. Five years, five-year plan. Yeah. Anthony just had a birthday, so everybody wish him a happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you, Kelsey. <laughs> no problem. Okay, so now it is time to gossip. Okay, so you're going on a date tonight. Maybe date. Maybe just friend hang. Okay, to me, it could count, so we're including it. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, when was the last time you went on a date? Hard question. <laughs> uh, probably last February. I have not pandemic dated at all. Probably for the best, yeah. Not for my mental health, but probably for my <laughs> physical health. It's just because you're like kind of like, oh, whatever. Like, um, I just hate dating apps in general. Right. And now that it's the only option and meeting up is such an ordeal mm-hmm. that I just had no interest in it. I totally get that. I have not gone on any app dates until the pandemic started. And I can't say I recommend, I mean, people are nice. I guess people are nice, but it's like you show up and you're trying to decide so much. Are they weird? And actually, do I actually look like them? It's like a lot to decide in like an hour or two. What activities have you been doing? Like going on a, a long walk in the park. One, we went and sat outside for a drink. Um, That's nice. Yeah. It was like so cold. <laughs> like really <laughs> so cold um it makes it harder so I get it and and there's something very soul crushing about um swiping through people oh yeah for sure yeah (laughs) judging them solely based on their looks and nothing else I ask if if this ends up being a date tonight um it's kind of the perfect solution like you already kind of know that this person yeah it would be great and we're already friends and we get along yeah so it'd be perfect but I'm also totally cool with it not being a date yeah for sure because we do comedy together no (laughs) No, definitely not. That's also kind of good. Yeah, but I think I really want to date somebody who has the same like mental illnesses as me. Where it's like <laughs> you desire fame and clout at any cost. I think that'd be a really fun thing to experience with somebody. Yeah. I don't want to date like a normie teacher who's healthy and does like normal stuff all the time. Yeah, boo. <laughs> <laughs> There is something nice about it, but it's also like, you know, sometimes I want to hang out and not do any bit. And that that can be difficult when dating a comedian. I don't have that switch. Okay. <laughs> I don't have an off switch for bits. I don't come in hot or loud with bits, but they never stop. Low okay. and slow. Consistency is your game. Mm-hmm. very cool well i i hope this date goes well i would love an update on pod or off pod whatever i do 
simply want to know. <laughs> I will let you know. <laughs> Probably during it tonight. I'll text you. Yes, please live updates. I have nothing else going on. So. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Not true. You're maybe going on a date. Maybe. So. <laughs> okay, cool. I think now that we've covered um, kind of all the bases of where you are now, it's time to dive into your backstory. So do you have siblings? What's going on there? Two sisters. One is 27 and she's a doctor and she's very smart, um, but not very fun. That's kind of my analysis of her. Okay. And then my younger sister is in college at Syracuse, fashion design major. Yeah. Very cool. Very typically Gen Z cool. Like she yeah. knows all the trends. Uh, dresses really well, has that classic mill part in her hair, uh, but she is not as smart. So it's like two ends of the spectrum of smart and boring and then like less smart, but very cool and fun. And we all look exactly the same. Oh, wow. And where do you fall on the like spectrum of like super studious and less studious? I'm right in the middle. Okay. I'm decently smart, but not really. Um, and I think mildly fun. I'll go into your smart. You're Thanks, Kelsey. Person. That seems smart. <laughs> um, do you guys get along? How much do you catch up? We never really catch up, but we do get along okay. in very different ways. Like my older sister will send me pictures of food that she's cooked. Mm. And I love to cook. I'm okay. So I enjoy talking to her through that. And then my little sister will be like, you got to buy this denim jacket. And these big Doc Martin shoes. I'm like, okay, that's also fun. So, and I dress well because of her. Yeah. What's her latest recommendation? She sent me um, an actually like a jacket that she designed that I didn't like. Oh my gosh. It was like, you know how influencers dress where it's like, okay, this is crazy, but you're hot. So you pull it off. Yeah. It's like a jacket like that. I could never wear it. Every time I go, every, okay, I'm 5'4". And I think I have like a pretty- Ooh, good height reveal. Wow, thank you. <laughs> the literal average for a woman in America. So. <laughs> so pretty shocking for all the listeners that thought I was 5'9". Um, I'm 5'4". And I feel like my body type's pretty like right down the middle, like pretty, nothing like kind of crazy going on. But every time that I shop for clothes, pants are up to six inches too long. I I have not owned a pair of pants that needed that didn't need to be hemmed in since probably middle school. And I think it is weird that they assume that like based on my other measurements, um, that somebody that a person is that tall normally that they would sell something about that length. It's very weird. Okay. You said nothing crazy and then said all pants are six inches too long, which is a lot. So it's you're a lot short yeah my legs are my i have a longer torso than my legs but also they're not like i don't think they're weird looking but anyway pants, pants like go, will go over my feet even at stores like uniqlo like yeah i think there's a problem with what people that are making clothes believe people look like in real life <laughs> particularly do you cuff your pants and how many cuffs i do cuff them like one or two okay yep Two to three. Wow. Do you have mm -hmm. short legs? How tall are you? Um, I'm five nine. Wow. Yeah, very average for a man <laughs> in America. <laughs> my legs are long compared to my torso, and my arms are long. So I have like a very small, chunky body, and then like crazy limbs. 
So that, clothes never fit me. Gotcha. I, I when I clock you, I don't think I don't appear that way. So. Yeah, but I doubt you're paying enough attention to be like his arms are longer than they should be compared to his torso. <laughs> that, that is true, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> um. Cool. Well, yeah. Relay all of this to your sister. Let her know that we're looking for something that's the average body figure. Yes. Uh, cool. So, what do your parents do? Uh, my dad works as corporate finance guy at a construction company Uh, and then my mom is an office manager at a law firm so it's two very long island jobs yes i'm from long island (laughs) it feels like you also are doing something similar to them do you like relate i wouldn't really say they're similar i guess they're similar like finance and accounting but in the world that i'm in they're very different okay i i don't know it's fine it doesn't matter (laughs) I guess from like a zoomed out view, yes, it's similar. Gotcha. Um, do you guys catch up a lot or what's like? Uh, never really catch up. Me and my dad will text like once a week. And then me and my mom have a relationship where whenever we're drinking coffee in the morning, uh-huh. we'd like to send a picture of the coffee and then talk about what puppies we want to get. Aww. And that happens like every single day. <laughs> it's too much. It's so wholesome. <laughs> it is very wholesome. We want a basset hound so bad because they howl oh. when they get lonely. They just and they're so stubby, and I really want one. Oh, it's endearing that they let you know when they're like, "I need attention." Yes, it's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> do do you or they have any pets? Um, I used to have two dogs, but sadly, no more. R.I.P. I would recommend adopting. I've been thinking about it. I don't feel mature enough to take care of one in a good way. I don't think if I had full custody of a dog that it would enjoy its life. So I don't know. I don't want to get one just yet, but I will at some point. Yeah. Dogs are hard in New York too. Like a cat, you can kind of leave lying around and they're like pretty content. Yeah. They're so self-sufficient. Yeah. Um, Dogs, you do have to like kind of go home a lot. So I get that. A dog I really want. I don't know the type, but I want a dog that's like 250 pounds that could kill me if it wanted to. Oh my God. Like with long hair and it like takes up the entire couch. That's exactly what I want. I love Uh, a dog that could kill you, but it chooses not to because you're friends. Like a St. Bernard type thing? Yeah, but bigger. Like thyroid problem St. Bernard. Oh my God. This thing's huge. (laughs) It's going to live four years and it is massive. <laughs> but those four years are um, marvelous. Mm-hmm. So. I sleep on it like a bed. It's great. Yeah. That's when you move to LA, you get one of those dogs and that's like the best four years of your life. <laughs> and then I move back after failing in comedy. Yeah, you move back. Well, you, don't, you move back because you have other opportunities. <laughs> very optimistic oh, yeah failing. sure sure uh, okay so where did you go to high school uh garden city high school which is a public school in garden city which is where i'm from how far out how far out from new york city is or is your part of long island 40 minutes okay so you're pretty close did you yeah. come to the city a lot to, like as a kid like kind of like be a rascal Never as like a child, child, because your parents would have to take you. 
And it's such an ordeal after working a full day. Like my parents never wanted to do that. Yeah. Um, never really as a teenager, maybe like twice a year. You can't really get up to that much trouble when you're 16 in the city. Well, you kind of hear a fun, rambunctious, rebellious child, but I was not. I was just like an average guy who was five foot two and was just happy to be there. I was not getting into any trouble. Yeah. Long Island, whenever I moved up here, it was like, I guess I knew that there was like a Long Island that was jutting out, but I didn't realize how big it was, I guess. I don't know. The geography of New York has been kind of a new thing for me to learn. <laughs> um, the fun thing about Long Island is there's a million different towns and there's so many people, yet they're all Irish and Italian and mean. Was your school mostly like Italian, um, like? Like 90% Irish kids. Wow, I mean, you were there also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then me. <laughs> cool. Okay, so what were you like in high school? Did you enjoy it? I did at the time. But looking back, I'm like, oh, that was so cringy and bad, <laughs> which I guess is a pretty common experience. Mm -hmm. um, my high school experience is defined by me hitting puberty at 16 years old, which is wow. tough. <laughs> that is, it defines who you are, and it's really hard to deal with. What was it like being, so that was like your junior year? Yeah. Like people start dating like in eighth grade. Nobody wants to date the kid who's 16 and still looks like a 12-year-old child. Is your Does that run in your family to, like, bloom so late? No. My dad hit puberty when he was, like, nine years old and became a college athlete. <laughs> wow. So it, it makes no sense. My sister was the same way, hit puberty at, like, 10. That's wild. First mm -hmm. of all, what sport did your dad play in college? Baseball, which is my first love in life because of him. But I could never play. I was too small. I feel like I feel like running is a big part of that, right? I think no, height is almost no running in baseball. Yes, you have yeah. to run fast to hit the bases. <laughs> baseball is famously the sport where you move the least. Like you just stand there and try to hit the ball, and if you do, which happens rarely, you get to run ninety feet, and then you sit down for three hours. It's sprinting heavy because you have to get there before they throw the ball, right? Basketball. <laughs> Yeah, but compared to any other sport, you're not moving nearly as much. You maybe run 200 feet in a baseball game. Wow. Hmm. Okay, well, I guess I'm going to have to find a baseball player to interview. <laughs> Teach me a little bit more. <laughs> Good luck finding the baseball player slash improv comedian that would fit this podcast. No, no, I'm not just doing them. Um, I'm doing all sorts of people, not just comedians. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I'm trying to get a wide scope. My cousin played baseball in college. Maybe I'll ask him. That seems like a perfect get to what you're <laughs> looking for. And I bet he agrees with me. Or I'll interview your dad. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please do. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> About college. like. Whatever. I would listen to that every day. Wow. Okay. Well. You interviewed my dad. <laughs> uh, okay. So you hit puberty later. How do you... Mm -hmm. How do you think you're different now than you would have been if you like hit puberty younger? I think my interest in life would be very different. I think I would be a guy who like has a better finance job, <laughs> who is not interested in comedy because I'm not trying to prove anybody wrong. Um, and I think I'd be more confident and have a like girlfriend. I think. Oh, <laughs> even if you're the same. Okay, wait, the first question that I have is. The comedy makes sense, but 
having a better finance job, I don't understand how that would be different. Finance is a lot like Greek life in college where they judge you based on like looks and how charismatic you are because anyone can learn a finance job. It's none of them are hard. Once you get there, you learn how to do it and then you do it. So it's a lot like tiers of like fraternities. So if you're a guy who's confident and chiseled and like knows who he is, you're going to get a great job. Uh, I guess it's, I guess because you have to like instill confidence in people that you know what they're doing with your money or with their money. If you're facing clients. Yeah. Like I'm going to be more trustworthy of some random hot guy. than like if you gave your money like schlubby old me wearing like a big sweatshirt. No, I don't think he's going to be good at this. I do not think you should call yourself schlubby. I think you're just fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to take it back. <laughs> but I'm fine with it now. Okay, well, another thing to sound off in the comments about <laughs> is Anthony Schlubby. I would say no. I would say nicer. Were you in any, any clubs? What was up there? In high school or college? Uh, high school, right? High school. I did marching band for two <gasps> years. What instrument? The trombone, I was trash. I was so bad. Oh my god. Well, I could tell by your tone that you did marching band. I did I played tuba. Tuba? Yeah, I played tuba. With your short legs? Yeah, with my stumpy legs. I was still able to play tuba, if you can believe it. <laughs> so a problem that me and um my friend Rachel, who it was the only other girl in the tuba section for a long time, and we were the same height, but her legs were much longer and her torso was shorter. Um, But both of us were still not long enough to um, not have, like, the sousaphone, like, hit our legs. Like, a lot of the guys, it wraps around your shoulder, and it would, like, fall at their waist because they were tall enough. And so it wouldn't, like, do, 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 like, every time you walk. But ours would hit our legs, which makes it sound bad because it, like, is not an even airflow. So we had to, like, hold it out, like, further and so kind of, like, bruise our thumbs. So short legs or not, um it's more was more of a height issue uh than a than just purely my stumpy little legs <laughs> you filled such like a cliche role in your high school why because uh, every high school has like that one girl who plays the tuba for some reason you're like why just <laughs> instrument shouldn't be gendered but if you're a, a five foot four petite woman you should not be playing the tuba <laughs> like it's just hard for you Something that is true is that actually I did not play in high school. I went to college and I was like, I want to join the marching band. And so I, the, I talked to the directors and they were like, uh, I guess we always need tuba players. And so I ended up there. That's why you did it. A guy was just like, yeah, we got empty spots. You yeah. Tuba? Yeah. And they did. And the first year that I did, it was the first year that there were alternates in that section, which was like the first in like pretty much forever. Um, but yeah, I did in high school so no band that makes sense based on who you are <laughs> uh, i could look at you and guess that you did choir <laughs> it's neither i think i think it's just the energy that you give off i bet yeah kelsey can sing uh, and she does <laughs> um okay so you played trombone for a few years which i think it's cool i don't think it's uncool i think it'd be cool if i was good at it it was more so something that I didn't enjoy doing that I just kind of forced myself into so I could have something. Yeah. 
So I didn't think it was cool when I was doing it because I didn't like it. Gotcha. Did you make like lasting friends or that was kind of like... I still hang out with like two of the people who did it today. So it was worthwhile. I think so. Yeah. And then my senior year, I joined the volleyball team. (gasps) Wow. How were you at that? Better than marching band. Wow. So you had I've always spurt. been. Well, sorry. You had your growth spurt and you were like, I'm doing sports. <laughs> I'm 5'9. I want to play a sport with a high net now. <laughs> okay, tell me about it. I've always been kind of skilled at sports with coordination so and basketball, dribbling and shooting and all of the skill aspects, but I'm not athletic. So I'm not fast, can't jump high. I'm not quick, don't have good lateral movement. All my stats are bad, but I can always hold my own. So I had a good time. I was decent at volleyball. Cool. Very bad at marching band. <laughs> was volleyball a club sport or was it like uh, truly like the school? Like you were it was like a varsity sport. Wow. I, I don't, you don't hear of a lot of schools having, I guess men's volleyball is more rare. Yeah. I think it's maybe a Long Island thing. Okay. There's a lot of things I've learned from the people that grew up up here that are uh, different than my small experience in my hometown. (laughs) (laughs) Which was in Texas, right? No, that turned into college. No, I I grew up in Texas too. Oh, gotcha. But I recently found out that that there are two week-long breaks in school schooling systems here like there's a february break and then there's a spring break yes yep that does not seem normal to me but that's another thing that i'm grappling with um living up here (laughs) that shouldn't be a big deal now why do you care about that it's not i just like when i think about it i'm like whoa (laughs) it's not (laughs) i mean obviously i'm not in high school i'm not raised in a high school it doesn't really affect me i've just never uh, heard of that so it's news to me. Okay, let's yep. do hype. Let's move to college. What is going on? What clubs are you in? Who are you hanging out with? What's the deal? Um, I went to University of Richmond my freshman year of college. Really? Yes. Um, and wow. I had a bad experience there. Wow. And I ended up transferring out to go to Maryland. Okay. I, what did you go there initially for? It's a liberal arts school, so you go there with no real purpose it's just a nice private school that costs a lot of money yeah and has a good prestige so it's a good uh, college but i did not like the people there and i had a big falling out and 18 year old me was like it's easier just to transfer than to try to repair this well you want to have a good college experience and it seems like you did in maryland so probably the right call yeah but at the expense of me having massive student debt now, because I had a lot of uh, federal aid to Richmond. Um, so that's my big regret, because now I'm buried in debt. Yeah. But I had a great college time, and I joined an improv group at Maryland. Yeah. And, and also, I was like, the debt could be more if you stayed. You'd have more debt. Sorry, like, can you say that again? Like, if you stayed in Richmond, you would have more debt. No, because they, like, basically paid for all of it. What? Wait, hmm. that's wild. Yeah. Bad decision on my part, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't you don't really understand loans and stuff when you're 17, 18. 
you don't. You're just like, I want to escape this bad social situation mm-hmm. and go to somewhere where I know I'll have a good time. Yeah. You know, I think having a college experience that you like is also very important. So, um, okay. So tell us about University of Maryland. Uh, first year there, I moved in with my friend Drew from high school and he oh. lived in the Kappa Sigma fraternity house, which I was not a part of. So I also <laughs> lived there. I'm surprised they let you do that. They had like 40 beds to fill and they didn't have enough brothers at the time to fill it. So Drew was like, hey, my friend Anthony could live here and pay rent. And they're like, okay. (laughs) But as a result, I lived in this very um, aggressive and loud house with like 30 other dudes that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And like one bathroom. And it was truly the most disgusting year of my life. And I didn't help. Like I was also gross. Mm -hmm. 30 guys in one bathroom? There was one bathroom per floor. So there was like two or three total. Oh my God. How how involved were you allowed to be in their like frat parties or like how like how much of a part of the community were you? Just like At first, when they think you might join, they invite you to everything. Mm. But then they're like, this guy's not cool enough to join. And they <laughs> stopped inviting me. <laughs> oh my God. So it was definitely like, not my choice. <laughs> Damn. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> okay, so you were living there. What else was going on? Um, that's basically it. That first year was not great because mm-hmm. I was still like, I only knew my one high school friend and then his girlfriend mm-hmm. basically got rejected from the fraternity that I was paying rent to and living in that house. Yeah. So at that point, I was like really regretting my decision to leave Richmond. Yeah. Uh, and then the next year, I auditioned for the Maryland improv team, got in. Next two years, phenomenal, because oh. I really found my community. Uh, good. It makes such a difference. Yeah, really does. So what all, what all went into being in that group? Uh, just weekly practices, probably three times a week, and then a couple shows per semester. That included stand-up and sketch comedy. And I never thought I could perform at all. Like, I thought, this guy, I'm a writer guy who sits in the background, who no one wants to see. And I definitely can't act or memorize lines. And I turned out to be okay at it. So that was a nice boost for my own confidence. Yeah, for sure. So did you do just sketch and improv or did you also partake in stand-up as well? All three. I did stand-up. In front of the best crowd I've ever performed in front of, in front of like 150 people. You see how college shows can be. They're a big deal for the college, especially at a big state school. So people come through, you bring all your friends, everyone's drunk, parents are there. First time I ever performed on stage was like in front of 150 people. <laughs> and I didn't bomb, but I didn't do well, but it was enough for me to be like, I can do this. For sure. Wow, that's a huge, huge crowd. <laughs> yeah, now I don't get nervous in front of anybody. Yeah. That's very cool. So like moving from there, which one, which ones have you like kept? Do you still do all three or what? Like, I still technically do all three. I'm the worst at stand up out of the three. So I kind of gravitated away from that mm-hmm. and surprisingly good at improv. Uh, so that's really shaped who I've become. I took all the UCB classes, yeah. like literally finished the curriculum, then the theater shut down. Uh, so I never got a chance to audition for the teams. Uh, but you have the knowledge. So that's it's so good. valuable. <laughs> I mean, it is. I don't know. Like, it's good to be able to think on your feet. I also found, like, improv classes helpful in writing sketch because it's, like, 
just a written down improv scene basically um exactly yeah i think and also like the idea that you have to like identify the person and what their thing is like really early on is like pretty helpful my big problem with those theaters it's like oh here's two thousand dollars of my money and you're gonna teach me like hey keep an open mind while you're out there (laughs) they don't really teach you any secrets or tricks they give you a book to read and they say learn this and then we'll critique you as you do it and we'll make you feel bad yeah i did not read that book (laughs) oh no no one does (laughs) why would you read like an improv textbook you'd be a psycho yeah the book could not (laughs) be where it ended up (laughs) but I think I think it does actually teach some good fundamentals of storytelling which is if you and like joke telling tell people what they're looking at up top because I think a lot of people are like I'll trick them with the joke at the end like oh no they'll be confused and then the thing will end yeah treat the audience like they're idiots yeah and then they'll laugh yeah, people don't want to like be figuring stuff out to some no. extent. Like, no, very simple premise. Th- do three game moves, get out. Get in, get out, and start a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <Kind of. laughs> it's basically the UCB way. <laughs> well, I guess I'm following that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Same. So, so you did college, and then did you move straight to New York? What was the deal? Uh, I moved to Philly for like eight months because that was my first job out of college. Really hated that because I was living in Center City, Philadelphia, which is very nice. But the job was in Newark, Delaware. So I had to drive every day across straight lines, which was probably like an hour in the morning and then an hour and a half at night. Why did you choose to live there? It was a very big name branch company type bank. So it would be insane to turn them down as your first job. But why did they choose your housing? No, I did. Because I said, if I'm going to take this job, I'm not going to live in Delaware because I'm a city boy and I do city things. So I decided to live in Philly, pay way more in rent and then by myself and then commute back and forth every day. Was it worth it on the weekends? No, because I didn't know anybody in Philadelphia. Yeah, that sounds frustrating. (laughs) I joined Philly Improv Theater. Okay. Very fun community they have in Philly. Mm-hmm. But the talent level in comparison to New York, way mm-hmm. down. I guess people move to New York or LA once they're... Yeah. Like all the teachers yeah. in Philly, great. Mm-hmm. But all the people who are in my shoes who are new mm-hmm. are so cringy and bad. Oh, absolutely drag them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't care. Teachers I had were great. That's what I'll say. Cool. So did you move to New York and then find a job or you were like, I have to get out of here. I want to go to New York and search. Or what was your path here? Um, I got a job first and then moved. Okay. Smart. Mm -hmm. Very smart. (laughs) And that's the one you're at now? Yep. For about a year now. That's great. Okay, well, I like we've really filled in your backstory we've given you a lot of like uh seen a lot of shades of anthony so move into goals and wants what is something that you are wanting right now can be big can be small can be whatever i'll ask for a big one and then a small one okay in that order um Um, whichever you're but let us know what you're doing first okay i'm doing big first very cool big is I want to get a writing job for TV. 
cool. Which is hard to do because I've never written anything in my life, but I'm planning on just failing upwards into it somehow. Wow, sounds like an amazing plan. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Hey, it's worked for all white guys before me, so it's going to work for me too, I bet. Uh, wow. Okay, wait, so like late night scripted like plays, like what are you most, what's most interesting to you? I prefer a narrative but I would literally take any single job on any single show. Yeah. Do you ever get packets and then suddenly everyone's tweeting about it and you're like, okay, I guess I'm not going to get this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always so late. I hear about those things after people have all submitted and been rejected. Mm, yeah, like, oh, crap. <laughs> so I see like the reductress rejection tweets come out. So like, oh, I guess I missed that <laughs> by a few months. If you want to write for doctors, you should email them and then they'll just let you know when they're open for submission. Yeah, I'm probably not going to do that. <laughs> just straight okay, up. Listening, if you want to write for doctors, which <laughs> I don't, so this is not an ad, but if you want to, the email is on their website. Um, okay, so narrative. Um, what, what are you watching right now that is inspiring to you? I just watched Search Party and finished season four. Oh. And it films literally on my block. Are you kidding? It films on South First Street in Williamsburg and I'm on South Second. So I pass by their apartment every single day. Wow. And not like down the block, literally like a two second walk for me. Wow. That is cool. Yep. Very cool. I take pictures outside the door. I say, where's Chantal? (laughs) And I say, it's a one person and they laugh. Do you see like John Reynolds or um, Aaliyah Shawkat out? And about? I just started watching the show. So I'm just now aware of them. So maybe, but I definitely didn't notice. You'll need to keep eyes out for season five, which just got renewed and thrilled about. I'm going to get in the show as an extra in the background. (laughs) (laughs) No doubts. Wait for season five. You'll see my dumb face and my schlubby (laughs) body in the background. And then, and then we'll all be the judge on whether you can call yourself shelby or not. It's a real long-term play. Yeah. <laughs> Along with like kind of an advertisement for the show, but everyone should yep, be watching true. the show. It's really good. So good. No spoilers, but didn't love season four. The guy wow. playing Chip crushed it though. Yes. Um, they're so talented. Coastal is so talented. Yeah. That's the name. Amazing job. Yeah. Okay. What else are you watching? Um, that's it. I just finished that. Looking for a new show. I've been rewatching BoJack. Uh, that is classic. Classic. I'm watching random scenes and making my roommate watch them with no context. You know, the show, that is the only show that has had an episode where I truly got so upset and cried so much I had to take a nap afterwards. (laughs) It was the, um, the fly episode where he like is rebuilding his family's home and he meets this fly who's like a neighbor oh my god mm-hmm. it's in season four. Oh my god that, that that episode absolutely wrecked me that one did not stick with me at all <laughs> okay, i watched cool. i was like all right moving on wow that one i got really upset and then the writer that wrote that um also wrote the one that was like princess carolyn um when she like you like see her in the future and then the ending is like really devastating. The same writer wrote both of those. And now I'm like, please let me write with that woman. Like she's so talented. You could hey, give spoilers for BoJack. It's been enough time. I, I don't want to ruin it for anyone. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> um, 
Okay, that's a really good show too. Um, okay, so you want to write for TV. Do you, you should really write some sex or pilots or something. Yeah, I just got to get myself to do it. And it's yeah. hard, but because I never learned how to write anything. It's yeah. purely just being a narcissist and be like, yeah, I could definitely do this. Despite having no training and no skill. I don't even know how to write a script. Like the formatting. You just download cell text and type it in there. It'll do the rest for you. <laughs> I love paying cell text $90 a year to never use it. What? I got cell text is free. Not free anymore. If you well, want to use any of the features, you got to pay. Oh, you should try writer's duet then. Thank you. That's a good tip. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're... So I got much to brag, but I got final draft through grad school pretty cheap. Um, so I have not looked into those things in a long time, but I do think writer duet is good. Okay, I'll check it out. It's got to be better than Celtics. And you don't have to really think about um, formatting. But I think you should. There's no other way to learn other than just like kind of poking around. Right. My plan is to just meet people who are more talented than me. And then when they get their show, they'll be like, my friend Anthony would be a great staff writer for this. He's pretty funny. Doesn't know how to format, but. I've never written. You have to ask me ready. Yeah, but I'll lie to them. They're going to ask to read it. (laughs) But at that point, my foot is in the door and I could figure it out. You have to, uh, opportunity is, well, what is it? Uh, preparedness meets, um, ugh, I don't know. That is not my <laughs> saying. Mine is opportunity <laughs> comes to those who wait and do nothing oh and are nice to people. <laughs> you need to have something at least a little bit ready. <laughs> <laughs> Catch me in, in the my... background of search party, writing a pilot. Yes. Uh, also, it'll be fun. It's fun to write those little things. It's just getting over the hurdle of actually starting mm. that's keeping me from it. Yeah, that doesn't get harder. It is annoying when you actually have to sit down and do it. It's like, what? Yeah. It's like, what? this isn't fun. I don't enjoy this. <laughs> Why do I want to do this? <laughs> I think she looks like really cool. Yeah. Looking forward to that in the future. Yeah. I have faith. Um, okay. What's your like smaller goal that you're looking at? I think. Uh, it's so cliche to say to get in shape, so I'm not going to say that. That's a reasonable goal. Yeah, but I want to be more interesting. <laughs> okay, scratch it from the record. I want to stay out of shape, first of okay. all. Cool. Um, I want to learn how to get nice clothes for cheap. Like, I want to learn how to go thrifting effectively. Mm, I pay a, too much for clothes online. Have you looked into, I have not been on this app, but I hear people get stuff off Depop. Have you looked on there? Never even heard of it. It's like an app. I think it's just like, I think it's basically like eBay, but for like, I think I, I may be totally wrong. If I'm wrong, yet another thing to sound off in the comments and be nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's like an app that you just like kind of like swap clothes on, like sell clothes. Okay. Swap is interesting. I don't know if that's true. I think okay. maybe you can tell it. But again, truly have not logged on to this thing. But cool <laughs> girls that I like that wear cool stuff, I have credited default. So maybe that could help you reach people. Are you being sponsored, Kelsey? I fucking wish. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm trying to help. <laughs> yeah, get a sponsorship. <laughs> um, yeah. 
If I find any answers, I'll let you know. It is hard to dress cool, especially in the city where everyone looks so cool all the time. Right. And the people I hang out with the most are my high school friends who are not into fashion really at all. So to them, I'm like the artsy friend. Mm. Artsy and huge quotes, the biggest <laughs> quotes you've ever seen. And then in Brooklyn, I'm like the straightest dude here who has no sense of fashion or anything and is so uncool. So it's a really weird spectrum for me. You should enlist your sister. It feels like she would have some tips. But like we said, the stuff she gives me is so crazy that it would not look good on me. Mm. You gotta, maybe she'll have somewhere like in the middle, kind of like not all the way out there. No way. She's so <laughs> bold and loud. Yeah, good for her. <laughs> There's no restraint. <laughs> good for her. Um, I think these are really good goals. Um, Thank okay. you. We're going to wrap up with a twist ending. What is a twist fact about you that no one sees coming and suddenly there you are with the thing being true about you? I'm going to use the same one from the pilot episode that got deleted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't need to say because no one would know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that even though I'm not physically large or mm-hmm. loud, people assume that I'm nice and I am not nice. I'm not a good person, <laughs> very yeah. selfish and narcissistic and um, a lack of empathy, I think. Are you serious? I think so. Give me an example of that. <laughs> I don't know. If people text me with sad news, mm-hmm. It's like a real put on to feel sad for them. What do you feel like a normal reaction would be? I don't know. I'm not very emotional in either direction. So I'm just like, ah, that sucks. But obviously that's not an appropriate response to a tragic event that has happened. Yeah. So I feel like I definitely lack empathy in spots like that. Is that something you want to work on or something you're like, well, Stay lovey. <laughs> I don't know how to work on it. I don't know how to make myself feel emotions stronger. I, I think I'm on the opposite side where something happens and I'm like, what? <laughs> well, I'll share a little bit with you. <laughs> like, I can't even remember the last time I cried. Really? Actually, I do. And it was a college breakup years ago. Oh. But haven't shed a tear since. That's so, I feel like that's more men seem that way to me. Men, yes, for sure. You're definitely right. But I think even when you're comparing me to just men, that I still lack empathy. Wow. Damn. I also have a hard time being sincere with people. How would you feel? What's an example? Like, if somebody shows me work that they did, like, let's say they wrote a pilot and sent it to me to read. I have a hard time giving honest feedback on that. Like, I'm just going to say, like, oh, this is really good. Thanks for sending it to me. I'm never going to sincerely be like, hey, I really like how you explored this, or I didn't like how you talked about this, and this is what you could work on. No, I'd rather just take the easy way out. Well, do you think that's more of a thing of like, oh, I just don't want this thing on my plate. It was good. Okay, let's move on. Or is it like, you don't want to hurt their feelings or like, where is that? Like, I go, where is that coming? Hmm. 
It's not that I don't want to hurt their feelings because I have no (laughs) problem saying like this sucks to anybody. (laughs) I don't know. I would just rather lie and take the easy way out in any situation than have a sincere, honest talk with somebody. There you go. Well, I won't send you any of my pilots. at all and i appreciate you giving me feedback after um our pilot our vaulted <laughs> um pilot episode <laughs> yeah throw that in the vault yeah <laughs> oh okay cool bob um thank you so much for being our uh protagonist today um tell everyone your handle where they can find you and do you have anything you want to plug uh first of all thank you for having me kelsey I had a great time you can find me at Tony underscore Ferraro seven on Twitter. And that's it. I got no other things. And that's my roommate behind me. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much. See yes. ya. Thanks, Kelsey. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Um, do you have any stories?